Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bats presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Chris Meany. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to hang out. It is Game 3 this evening between the Montreal Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights. The series all knotted up at a game apiece thanks to a 3-2 victory for Montreal in Game 2. They got it to a very strong start, up 3-0. A couple late goals by Alex Petrangelo to make the Canadiens sweat that out, but the series is tied. Game three this evening, 8 o'clock Eastern. Actually, yes, 8 o'clock Eastern, I believe, <laughs> sometime this evening oh, at the Bell Center. 3,500 fans at the Bell Center tonight. Doesn't seem like a lot, but I guarantee you it will be rocking. If you are just new to the show, welcome. We still got a few more episodes until that Stanley Cup is raised. Giving picks every day over at FTNBets.com. Round three has been kind to us. Round two, not so much. Missing my guy Cam Stewart here and Matty Best, but I know you guys are with me here at heart. I actually reached out to Cam to see what his thoughts were. I don't think he, uh, I don't think he got back to me. Maybe I'll double check the Twitter inbox on my way out here. Just always like to get Cam's thoughts. But if you are just new, welcome. You have a question? Leave it there in the YouTube section. I'll circle back before puck drop. Something we talk about here off the top of every show is prize picks. There's a link inside the description of this video, a 100% first deposit match of up to $100. And I believe Prize Picks has been good. The promo code inside the description of this video as well, MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Make sure you're subscribed because you can mix and match across all the sports that you love over at prizepicks.com. You got Euro Cup happening. Of course, the, the U.S. Open happening this weekend. A handful of games around the diamond, NBA playoffs, and NHL playoffs. So for today, I'm just looking at shot props. Shot props have been good to us. The series has been super tight. There's not a lot of offense to be had on really either side. It's tough to trust any Canadians line apart from line two offensively. And I'm not seeing Cole Caulfield. I'm not seeing Nick Suzuki. Tyler Toffoli's shot props at two and a half. I don't love his fantasy score. He would have to score a goal here. He does have points, I believe, in eight straight games. Uh, the first time a Canadian has points in eight straight games since the 93 season. You know what happened that year? Uh, it was Vinny Danfus who had a pretty good um, pretty good playoff in 93. So for today, getting off track. Because today is really just about the Vegas guys for the shot props. I don't know how you, you pass on Alex Petrangelo sitting there at three. Shady, say Theodore is sitting there at 2.5. Now the 4.5 for Petrangelo is slightly high, but what he's doing he probably gets there alone even if he doesn't get any points because he's got 25 shot attempts, 14 shots, and two goals in this series. Two games. He had 13 shot attempts and seven shots in game one. Pointless. 12 shot attempts and seven shots in game two. He had the two goals. He's got a league high 113 shot attempts and 60 shots in these playoffs. He played at team high 25 minutes in game one. Team high 28 minutes in game two. His 366 minutes here in the playoffs leads all skaters. 34 shots and 21 blocks over his last seven games. That is absolutely crazy what this guy is doing. Um, like 60 combined hits and blocks over the last 70 game or last seven games. It's pretty remarkable. He's all over the ice. Plays in all situations. He's shooting the puck with confidence. Vegas has four of their six goals have come from the point. Two of them were just like carbon copies of each other. Where they just have that set play. They win the draw and they dish it over to Petrangelo. He gets a shot on net. So 
He's joining the rush. He's playing with a lot of urgency. As for Shea Theodore, 12 shot attempts and seven shots here in the series. He's been clearing two and a half in this series. He had the goal in game one, I believe a goal and an assist. So he's in play for me at two and a half. If you want a third, I think Max Pacioretty brings it this evening. 15 shot attempts and three shots on goal here in two games. He really didn't do anything in game one. It was his line who just had six shot attempts and three shots. He only had one of them, but he had a monster game two in terms of putting pucks towards the net. He hit the bar on one of those uh, partial breakaways on Carey Price. So it's all shot attempts for me, and those are the guys, Patrangelo, Theodore, you want a third. It would be Max Pacioretty. Uh, check out prizepicks.com. And again, follow the link inside the description of this video for a 100% first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars okay so let's get after today uh vegas i'm using ftm bets the the parlay calculator get the best possible odds vegas i'm seeing uh, best case if you want them minus 158 on the money line here and the habs plus 140 the total is at five over five is minus 133 and under five plus 120 vegas puck line plus 180 montreal puck line minus 200 so as i mentioned round three has been good i don't even know can we count it i i think you know, I believe we had the Islanders on the puck line and the under in game one and then Tampa in game two and then Tampa in game three. At least that's the way it was over at FTMBets.com. I haven't been doing any of those shows. The guys are killing it um, when they talk Islanders and Tampa. They've been killing it all year, man. Good dudes. But for today, um, it's hard to go like Habs puck line. I do see this as like a wild game. I think this is going to be... I feel like this is going to be a 4-3 game, a 5-4 game. Maybe 5-4 is a bit of a stretch. I'm, I'm leaning with the over 5. I think there'll be 5 goals here scored in this game. The biggest thing in this series is the starts. And it's not just in this series for either team. Montreal has started this way all year long in the playoffs. I mean, they won 7 straight. They've won 8 of 9. They've scored first in 8 of those 9. They had the lead basically... And, you know, they hadn't trailed in seven straight games until they played Vegas in game one. And then they started the same way. Game two is a lot like how they just played here in the playoffs. I believe I said before game two that I was optimistic about this squad, the way that they played in the first period. I thought that they could take something away from that game, that they could skate with them and that they could play with them. Vegas start, has started slow here in, in all three rounds, not just in this series, but in Colorado, they got off to slow starts. There was a few games where the Avs scored in the first minute. They were able to, to generate some offense in the second half of the game, and that's exactly what we've seen here. So um, let's get into some of the numbers, and I'll, I'll give the pick here towards the end. But I'm kind of feeling the Canadians here. I'm feeling what um, what they're feeling, and that's confidence. I really do believe it. They play – I don't know the answer to their starts. I think they just – they counter-react, they, they attack, they, they got a good four-check. They, they're a good 5-5 five and five team, and they've been starting off good, and now they're back home with their fans, and I just expect them to have a pretty good start as well. But at the same time, I expect Vegas to also bring it here tonight. So it could be a high-scoring game. My feel right now is, and I don't think I'll talk myself out of this, <laughs> is Habs in the over. Habs in the over, over five goals. Uh, puck line, if you want to parlay that with like a couple different baseball picks, like minus 200 is not usually for me, but I think the Canadians hang around in this game and maybe they lose four, three, maybe they lose five, four. You, you just have a bit of a safety there. But for me, I think I'm going Habs and golden Habs and the over here. So just, 
I'm not going to spend too much time here on the show. It's kind of the same thoughts that I've had. I'm not overly surprised with how this series has gone. Uh, Vegas is really stingy. They don't give up a whole lot. They've had some slow starts. It's 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 good for Montreal. Like even in this game, in the first game, it was seven to one the high danger chances in the first period for the Habs, and then it was just Vegas the rest of the way. And this is very similar here. Like the Canadians in the first period. I'm looking here at natural stat trick. Uh, love this site. Love that they have the the series reports that you can take a look at plus the individual games but Canadians first period 24 to 13 the shot attempts 64 percent Corsi four this is five on five 10 to three the shots 14 to four the scoring chances eight to one the high danger chances for the Habs uh, pretty solid right the expected goal is 1.34 Vegas had 0.23 uh, the expected goal percentage 85 percent for the Habs it's pretty uh that's pretty solid overall on the day, uh, 57%. So that's twice now in two games they've had the edge in expected goal four percentage at five on five, despite really not doing a whole lot in the third period of either game. So it did turn around quite a bit. Vegas, uh, especially in the second period, the scoring chances were seven to three, but the high danger chances were still tight, three two in favor of Vegas. So what I think the Canadians have done a good job of in, in terms of just the entire playoffs is boxing out. Their defense are mean. They haven't really turned a ton of pucks over. And Vegas is four of their six have been you know face off goals from the point. In fact, I think four of their six goals have been from uh, their back end as well. Petrangelo has the two, and Theodore has the one. Martinez and then Holden, I believe, is the other guy. So three, five goals, five of their six from defensemen here in this series. And now no Chandler Stevenson. I don't expect him to play. It seems like a, a day-to-day thing, and we'll get into what that means a little bit later on. But, yeah, I just it, it's been strong starts for the Habs, and then Vegas kind of takes over. But the high danger chances finished in Montreal's favor, fifteen to nine for the game. The shots four, five and five was Vegas twenty nine to twenty one. Scoring chances twenty four twenty. So the Canadians are doing a decent job of getting in those hard, tough areas inside the slot, making Flurry kick out a few rebounds and bounce them out. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't think I have too much to add else. You know, just looking at some of the numbers. So the big thing I did come off the Canadians. I didn't feel as great about them. It's even on the puck line. I even told FTN subs like minutes before. Doesn't look like Petrie's playing. I, Vegas may be a strong play here. Hopefully nobody played that stupid play. But for Petrie, it's just he's so valuable to this team. Just having one player out, like having him out, is to me the difference. I saw just a, a much better defensive squad in game two. It just meant less less ice time for Gustafson. John Merrill is absolutely lost. That guy gives me a ton of rage. I lose, I lose days off my life watching John Merrill play hockey. I tell you what, uh, he had an awful game. I think the shot attempts when he was on the ice was 8-24, to and he hardly played. 8-24 to against. So Petrie played 20 minutes, 46 seconds, no PK time. Uh, I think that was because of the hand. But he had some shots right off the hop. He was shooting pucks. He had a scoring chance early. He had the 51% Corsi 4, 80% with Stone on the ice, and and 77% with Pacioretty on the ice. He played 6 minutes and 28 seconds against Pacioretty. And Pacioretty had two shot attempts. Actually, his line had two shot attempts. And 8-4 when Petru's on the ice. So And 6 minutes against Stone. So that's 6 minutes against the top line and only allowed two shot attempts. Telling you the Habs and Deneau, what they're doing defensively has been pretty remarkable here. So pretty solid that they he only was on the ice against those two dogs and uh, those those two beasts, man, only give up the two shot attempts. But for me today, uh, it's simple. I, I really do like the shot props. You can find Petrangelo two and a half, but I would just go to three. Why not? What he's doing is is crazy here. It's absurd, and he's just all over it. I mentioned it off the top, 25 shot attempts, 14 shots on goal, and two goals. Start with him. 
Shot props, two and a half, go to three, plus money probably. Um, Theodore would be next, two and a half for me. Max Pacioretty, two and a half, and you see him on prize picks, two and a half. I think that's probably best odds possible. He may be juiced up a little bit. Suzuki, one and a half, and then Caulfield, um, two and a half. Those are the guys, but if you just want to limit it down to like two players here tonight, it would be the defenseman for Vegas. And then and then Suzuki's probably a little bit safer than Caulfield because he's been getting some shots. He's cleared in both games. He had four and then two in game two. Um, I think, you know, for Pacioretty, the shot attempts 15 and three. I, I, I think that we're going to see a strong effort from that line in particular. And I think it's going to be Keegan Kohlsler who's going to get an opportunity to play with those guys. He had nine minutes with Pacioretty and Stone, and the shot attempts were 16 to seven in favor of that line at five and five. Nicholas Roy played four minutes with Stone and Pacioretty, but. I think it's Colser who's the guy that, um, not that you want for a shot prop, but as we surface over to finish up here with Showdown, I mean, he's 2K, right? Petrangelo is my guy. He's my captain. I've written up twice in game one and game two over at FTNDaily.com. On this videos, these videos, I've been talking about him at length. He's the guy for me. He's a little bit more expensive than Theodore. Theodore may come with a higher ownership. He's got a high ceiling as well. We saw it in game one. But the offense has really come from the back end. And it just has. And there's not a lot of forwards from Vegas I want to get in. Like, Pacioretty's got a high ceiling, sure. If I'm going to attack it, I still think I'm going to go with line two and then get myself involved with Tuck. I've had the same core here for two games. It's been Petrangelo as my captain. Maybe Theodore. I know captain, you know, defensemen for captains are not great plays. Overall, they don't seem like it. But these guys just play so much. All the offenses come from the blue line. They're generating a ton of offense. I don't think it's going to change. They're getting bodies in front of Price, and that's how you score on him through screens, side-to-side, defense-defense passes, get him moving. That's where the goals have come from in this series. So Petrangelo, Theodore, Price always in play. As a captain, I believe Kacharian. I wouldn't go flurry. I don't think the shot attempts are really going to be there for him. He's hovering around that 24 25 I mean, it's okay. He's a little bit safer. He gets the W for you, but Price is the higher ceiling. If he faces 30-plus, he gets 35 save bonuses always in play. Uh, but it's really just Petrangelo, Theodore, and the one hab for me would be Toffoli, Caulfield, or Suzuki. I think he can rotate through three of them. I would go with Caulfield. He's a bit cheaper, and then I would rank him Toffoli. Toffoli's on that point streak, and he's the he's been scoring some goals here. When he goes, man, it seems like the habs go too. Corey Perry, cheap, 4K. Another point there the other day. He's got seven here in the playoffs. He's been great. Uh, actually, he's got eight in the playoffs, and a lot of them have come over his last 10 or 11 games. He's been solid. Still in the first power play. Armia, $3,600. These guys are cheap. It will allow you to get up to the marshes. So if you want to get Patcher, if you want to go Petrangelo and Theodore Pacioretty, you could do that by going Colasar, Perry, Armia, getting those guys in there. I don't think I would go Gustafson, but he is a guy if you're playing multiple lineups. He's cheap on the blue line. He's still getting some of that power play time. Uh, and that's it. That's kind of my player pool. Alex Stuck is still in play. Man, he's dangerous off the rush. He plays in that third line. I think there's going to be a moment in this series where they just load up. It's it's possible. Like, Colsar plays good. I, I was really impressed with him in game two. Just he, he knows his role. He gets in there deep. He's kind of skilled. Pass first, getting the pucks to Patrick and Stone gets in on the body. I think he may fit, but if Vegas loses this game here tonight by a couple goals and that line is quiet again, then we could see a situation where maybe maybe Tuck plays a little bit of center. He's played it before. Maybe he plays in it. Like if I'm DeBoer, I'm thinking it gives them some balance and it's a bit of a mismatch. Get softer matchups for Tuck. But I would think about playing him at center with Stone and Patrick Like that would be completely dangerous. That may be too much for the Deneau line to shut down. 
That's it, man. I don't think uh, I don't think I have really anything else to add. I'm on the Habs here tonight. I'm on the Habs in the over. I think it's like a 4-3, 5-4 type game. I think we'll see some goals. And it's weird for me because, I, as I said before this series started, I felt unders the entire way. Uh, but I am leading over here. So Habs in the over, over five. Alex Patrangelo over two and a half shots, over three shots. If you can find the three, definitely a prize picks over three. Theodore over two and a half. Suzuki over one and a half. I think we'll see some goals. So maybe a Marcia So goal prop, an assist prop, plus 225. William Carlson, an assist prop. We've hit that in each of the first two games. He's around plus 155. That's the way that I would go here this evening. All right. I told Maddie it'd be about 10 minutes, about 20 minutes. I can continue to talk all day uh, about hockey in this series, but. Uh, the bottom line for me is that I, I think we need to stop counting out this Canadians team. They've they've gotten better as the playoffs have gone on. They they know their style. They play it. When they get a lead, they cramp things up. But I think today will be a wide open game. Buckle up. Let's do it. Let's see here on the fly. Uh, Maddie, sorry. I want to see if uh, our guy Cam got back to us here. I know we're in a little discussion. Oh, he did. He says Vegas and OT. He's thinking 4-3 overtime. Wow, we're kind of on the same page there. I think 4-3-2, but I think the Habs get it done. That's the safety of the puck line. It's minus 200. Maybe you can parlay Habs puck line in there. Um, I think we have to see a strong effort from Vegas tonight, but I believe Montreal will match it. I think tonight will be a fun game. All right, thanks as always for taking the time to hang out. Back on Sunday, I believe, here for game four of this series. Uh, what I'm thinking here in the other series is Tampa. And unders. I don't think we'll see a lot of goals. Vasilevsky's been great. Points got 16 goals in his last 19 playoff games. He's been an absolute beast. Kucherov as well. Uh, it's hard to stop those guys. They usually find the score sheet, and then you got to deal with Vasilevsky. So I do believe still that that series will go six, but I have a lean to Tampa and the under as well. Just so dominant. All right. Enjoy. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>